You know, over the past week, everybody keeps asking me, what's going to happen to little poor old Kyle Rittenhouse? What's going to happen to these McMichael motherfuckers? What's going to happen to them when they get convicted and if and when they go to prison? Well, I'm going to break all of that down and I'm going to explain to you what's going to happen to these people. All of that and more on the Thomas Free Me TV podcast show. Stay tuned. So welcome back, everybody, man. This is Thomas Free Me, and this is the Thomas Free Me TV and podcast show. Please make sure that you like. Please make sure that you subscribe. Please make sure that you share. Please make sure that you do all of that. But most of all, make sure that you're your best self. So, yeah, man, you know, as you've seen in the intro, people keep asking me all week, what's going to happen to these dudes? What's going to happen to little Rittenhouse, little 17, 18-year-old Rittenhouse? When he gets found guilty of something. He's getting found guilty of something, I promise you. I don't know if it's first degree murder. I don't know if I would agree with that. But reckless endangerment, firearm charges, all of that. Give him all of that. Because he was a clown and a fool for doing what he did to begin with. So Rittenhouse is going to get found guilty on something. Right now the, the, the court is deliberating on exactly what that's going to be. They're going to read the jury instructions on Monday, and who knows what happens from there. I bet you Rittenhouse puckers like this here, though. I bet you that thing is so damn tight, you can't even get nothing through it. But he's a kid, man. You know, we're supposed to feel sympathy, but I don't. I'm sorry I don't. He wanted to be a tough guy. He wanted to be a vigilante. He knew what he was doing. I don't buy the, the fake alligator tears. I don't buy none of that. Don't buy it. Because he knew that he wanted to be Billy Badass. That's why he went there. So these are the repercussions of what we get when we want to act out in the way that we want to act out. So, being that you want to be a Billy Badass, you are going to a place where there are many, many Billy Badasses. And many of these Billy Badasses are exactly that. Billy Badasses. And this is what they do. So, I was in Kyle Rittenhouse's shoes at one point, not to say that I was going into prison for murder, but I was 18, 19 years old when I went to state prison my first time, and it was for a violent charge. So, I did not end up in a rinky-dink, soft little Florida State Prison. I was in a, in a pretty, I wouldn't say it was a hard one, I wouldn't say it was it was, you know, FSP or, or you know, Marion or, or none of these, you know, Hardy, none, none of these, you know, but DeSoto, CI is where I landed. I was there with Trick Daddy, you know, before we know him now as Trick Daddy. And it was, um, it was an experience, you know, it was an experience for me. So I'm gauging my experiences going into state prison as 18 years old, scared little white boy. Now, if and when... Kyle Rittenhouse is found guilty. I'm going to separate the, the, these cases because the, 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 uh, the McMichaels are completely different. It's a whole different scenario, right? So we're going to start with little old Rittenhouse. So what's going to happen is Rittenhouse 
when found guilty, the bailiffs are going to come over, they're going to handcuff him, and they're going to walk him to the back of the courtroom. They're going to put him in a holding cell in the back of the courtroom, and then they're going to transport him from the courtroom, from the courthouse, to jail. They're going to book him in jail under whatever charges that he's been found guilty of, and he's going to go through processing, and then he's going to be delivered to the state pod. So you have county jail, and it's you know divided into many, many different pods, and one of those pods being for individuals specifically going to state prison. Now, in some places, I know not all places, but in some places, they don't have different pods for different tiers of security when going to state prison. They just have one pod, and they put all state prisoners in there. doesn't matter if you're going for 18 months or you're going for 15 life sentences. doesn't matter. You're in the same pod. You could be in the same cell. So, I, again, it depends on that county jail, how it's set up, how they dif- differentiate their, their inmates. So it is possible that he could land in a pod with, uh, with well, I mean, he's, he's going to be looking. It depends. It depends. It depends. We'll just have to wait and see on the time that he gets and the security level that he lands at. So, but he's going to be a violent criminal, and he's, gonna, he's going to without a doubt in my mind, end up in a tough pod. Let me just put it that way, right? He's well-known, highly publicized case, and people are waiting for him to come inside, no question. He, um... The, the the toughest part about going to prison for your first time is I think really the county jail because that is where that is where the craziness is. I mean prison is crazy too, but jail is just a whole different animal. When you're in jail waiting to go to prison, it's a whole different animal because these people you're probably never gonna see again. You may end up on a compound with them somewhere, but there's a high probability you may not. You know, and it's just buck wild. You know, there's there's no security whatsoever for the most part. Uh, you know, it, it's just it's, it's very transient because you have people coming in and you have people leaving all the time. So it's it's a transient dorm and it's it's just buck wild. You know, you have a, a wide array of, of many personalities and characters um, all in an angry space for the most part, because these are people that are waiting to go to prison. That's the thing is is that they just got sentenced. No matter what their sentence is, they're they're going. They're just it's just a wild environment. So making it through that stage is rough in itself, and 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 you're probably going to wait on transit to go to your location anywhere from a month to six months or longer. But it takes a minute to get you processed into the system, get you designated. And get you assigned to a to a specific location, and then waiting on the, that specific transfer. And however many people are going to that location before you, you may have to wait two bus loads. You know, so again, the length of time kind of varies, right? But he will sit in this pod until it's time for him to go. Now, what's going to go on in this pod? He's going to be um, 
He's going to be probably approached easily, manipulated. He's going to be put down, you know, and he's going to be scared. This is going to be a scared kid. Now, again, depending on who's in the jail at that time, when he goes in that specific pod, you know, if there are some some good people, you know, that, that may take him up under the wing and, and, and protect him and not force him into gangs and things. But again, these things are just circumstantial. It just all depends on who's in that pod at that time, you know, and it's going to be a rough outing. You know, it's going to be a rough outing. Again, I don't know too much about the Wisconsin um, criminal justice uh, detention centers up there. I don't know too much about the prisons up there um, and how they're operated. But prison is prison and politics is politics. And it's the same no matter where you go. So uh, these issues that I'm describing are going to be real life issues that he's going to have to face from day one. From the moment he steps into that pod, you have to understand when that door cracks and that pod opens up, you're going down a hallway with with a line of 15 other people and you're sitting there carrying your tote with your, your jumpsuit and your, your whites and things of that nature. And you're going down that hallway and then they crack that door and that pod opens up and all that noise, that zoo hits you in the face. And everybody just looking because they all know the door cracks and they all know that you're coming in there, you know, Kyle and how they all know Kyle's coming in there. So and then when that door cracks and he comes in there, it's 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 um it's a moment that you can't really describe. You know, it, again, these are the moments where they're they're unexplicable. You just have to live through them. You have to experience that to really understand the the terror you know, for your first time going in like that. The the terror of that door slamming behind you and you laying in that bunk and and you crying. You know, you crying because you want to go home. You don't want to be there. You know, you just want to go home. There was many, many nights I would just lay there and secretly cry about just, just not wanting to play this game no more. You know what I mean? But I just didn't know how to get myself out of that cycle. But... That's a whole long different story. We talking about Kyle right now. So Kyle is going to be crying his ass off like a little bitch because this ain't his lifestyle. He stepped into something that he knew nothing about. He didn't know nothing about the consequences. He don't know nothing about this lifestyle. And he's realizing that now. And if he hasn't, he's going to realize that very quickly when he steps inside that this is not the lifestyle that he was expecting. When he picked up that AR-15 and wanted to be Mr. Vigilante that night. So these are the lessons that we have to learn. And when he gets in there, he's, it's, it's either, as they say, fuck or fight. And that's what it's going to be because he wanted to portray himself as a badass. And when you do that, when you do that, you have to be careful because if you're not, you're putting yourself in very dangerous situations because there are people who feel they're just as bad as you are. And if you think that you're that bad, they want to test their skills. They want to test themselves out. How bad am I? Let me see. And if you're not prepared 
if you're not prepared to go to that level, which Kyle showed that he is, you know, Kyle showed what he would do in the face of fear, you know, it's easy for, for a scared man to pull a trigger. But when it comes down to it, and we're not talking about guns anymore, we're talking about the physical act of of conflict. We're talking about feeling another person on top of you, trying to hurt you, trying to rape you, trying to do nasty things to you. What are you going to do in that moment when all you have is a pencil to get this person up off of you? This is this is where you 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 start to see what kind of man you really are and coming to grips with that. But Kyle, I don't think got that in him, man. I don't think Kyle has that in him and it's going to be real hard to say. It's going to be it's going to be up to Kyle and the decisions and choices that he makes. And hopefully he kind of learn from what being a badass can get you. But if he don't, there are plenty of people that are just waiting to get their hands on a young, fresh kid that puts himself in positions to be manipulated in deviant ways, let's just say. We keep this show clean a little bit. You go to mother channels for the nitty gritty, you know. But you get the point. None of this shit is good, you know. It's not good. It's not a good thing. Now, the McMichaels, like I said earlier, this is a this is a whole different story. You get what I'm saying? When 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 Daddy McMichael and Son McMichael and that bastard that wanted to follow along, oh follow along neighbor, oh nosy neighbor. All three of them. Now, when they go, which, by the way, the neighbor, I think, is trying to get a severance from the trial because he wants to testify. He wants to turn rat because he knows what's coming to him. He sees the light. No, motherfucker, you're going down with the ship, too. You're going down with the ship, too. Now, when these motherfuckers land inside, it's going to be a whole different animal for them. One, because they're grown. These are grown men. Right. And they have made it apparently known. They have made it obscenely known what their thought process is when it comes to human race. So that is a problem in itself. Now, if you again, if if you were just some Billy badass that was just living in a hick town and you wanted to get along with all the other hicks in the town and. However, whatever, you you falling in line with this white racism shit. Now, when you land in prison, you better be ready to die for that shit. You have to be ready for the die for that shit because the first people that are coming at you are your ABs, your dirty white boys, all your separatists. These are the ones that are coming to you, your neo-Nazis, all of these. And guess what? And guess what? If you're not the killer that you sitting there talking all this shit on TV to be, they are going to bitch you out as well. They're going you're going to be do boys all up until the point to they either have you kill somebody or get you killed or they just have you lugging shit all over the compound, drugs, dope, knives, grenades, cell phones, whatever you name it. You are now subjected 
to the Aryan Brotherhood. Peace. Have fun with that. That is what's going on with the McMichaels. Because no independence that I know is going to want them in their cars. Right? I wouldn't want them in my car. As soon as they came on and, and I was a speaker for the independence. And these motherfuckers come on now claiming independent. No, 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 no. Your party's over there, partner. Your party's over there sitting right over there with all the the neo-Nazi signs and, and, and all of that stuff and the Confederate flags. Then you fly a Confederate flag on your plate. Yeah, you wanted to cover it up in trial. Remember? I remember that, man. You didn't want that shown to the jury. Huh? No, no, no. You're right over there with them. That's how I would handle that. So the thing of it is, is you have subjected yourself to neo-Nazism. You have subjected yourself to, to, to Aryan Brotherhood. You have subjected yourself to now what will be for the rest of your life a racist life. You're going to go in there and you're going to get all your neo-Nazi tattoos. You're going to get all your stuff, you know, because that's what you're going to have to do. That's the life. But internally, you're just going to be a bitch and you deserve it. You shouldn't have did what you did, partner, you know, and that's the thing. We have to think about what's going to happen to us if we decide to go this route. When you're driving around with Confederate flags on your truck and you're driving around chasing down black people and killing them in the middle of the road, you have to stop and say to yourself, wait a minute, prisons are 80 percent filled with blacks. Is this what I really what I want to do? Because if I kill this man, I'm going to go to prison. And if I go to prison, 80% of the population is going to hate me. So it's, it's logical thinking. They got it in for rough, 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 rough. Rough, rough, rough. And that's it, man. You know, so good luck to y'all, man. I wish y'all the best. I don't feel sorry for you. Kyle, I kind of feel sorry for because, again, he's a kid. And I understand, you know. It's, it's uh, I don't know what to say about these kids these days, man. But, but these McMichaels, I say sentence him to. My solution to that is tie these people to four different horses and pull the horses in four different ways and clean up the mess later. Bon voyage. And that's, and that's it, you know, so you're going to have these McMichaels, they're going to get on the yard, the first people that that's going to approach them in the unit is going to be the ABs, and that's the only people that's going to protect them, they're definitely not going to walk the yard alone, they're not going to go on any yard by themselves and, and claim to be independent, or say they don't run with anybody, or anything of that nature, I could do that because I never offended anybody. Nobody could ever come forth and say that I was offensive or not who I was or anything of that nature. And I knew that I was a man and I stood up for what I believed in. And I knew that carries a lot of weight inside of prison. So I knew that the only person that could get myself in trouble in prison was me. You know, so I had to guard that. But as far as my actions from the past, I knew couldn't get me in trouble. So I could do that. They can't. They can't. They can't. They've sealed their fate to be to be classified as one genre for the rest of their life. And that's what they're going to be known as is some racist, redneck, hillbilly, murdering, lynch mob motherfuckers who are rotting away in prison 
and hopefully probably gets beat upside the head with a dumbbell. That's what they got coming to them. A life of violence, a life of hostility, a life of anger, and a life of of depression. So, and especially when you have the daddy who's been living the hog life his whole life back there in Redneckville with his pickup trucks and his hogs and and his barbecues and all of that stuff and his cooperation with the police thinking that he's, you know, Mr. Special Investigator and all of that. Eh. And he's a cop too. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mention the cop part. They're going to rough him up, man. We may even hear something bad about him. I don't wish bad on nobody. But I do understand. Those that don't hear must feel. So, Kyle, again, I really think that it's just really going to be up to his decisions and who's around him at the time. I know there are some OGs that do stand up because, again, these are children, they're kids. And right now the prison system is rallying around the fact about these these juveniles and such. But he did a very egregious thing. I pray that Kyle gets some, some OGs around him that can put a lot of wisdom into him and get him to understand a, a different way of life, you know. And that, that's a very good possibility with him. But these other ones, wipe the floor with them, Johnny. Peace, I'm out.